Welcome to the Amazing Apps Show, for Microsoft business applications professionals who want to build amazing applications that everyone will love. Hi there, I'm your host, Neil Benson, and my goal on this show is to help you slash your project budgets, reduce your delivery timelines, mitigate technical risks, and create amazing, agile Microsoft Dynamics 365 and Power Platform applications. I'm joined in this episode by Ana Ines Rutia de Souza from Lima in Peru, who shares with us the story of an amazing Dynamics 365 talent application that she and her team built for her client, Centria, part of the Breca Group in Peru. You can find show notes for this episode at customary.com slash 006. Just before we start the show, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of Customary Academy students who've recently completed their professional Scrum Master Level 1 certification with Scrum.org. Well done to David Mockery, a functional consultant at OA Systems in Auckland, New Zealand, and Richard White, He's an independent consultant at Richard S. White in London, UK. Congratulations, guys. A big well done. And now, on with the show. Anna, welcome to the Amazing App Show. It's great to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for your invite and for being here, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So what we like to do on the show is to interview the people behind amazing Microsoft Power Platform applications to find out what made it so successful and what lessons we can learn from your success. So what I like to do is to get started on the show is just to ask you a couple of little intro questions to get to know you a little bit better. If you could start by telling us, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Well, it's funny because my favorite meal in the day is breakfast. I enjoy it like it's the most enjoyable meal for me. And today I have two cup of coffee. Um, I had two toasts, one with Nutella and the other one with cheese and, uh, and an apple too. That's my whole breakfast, yeah. Pretty healthy. Is that a normal breakfast for you? You have the same breakfast every day? No, I changed every day, but that's okay. the components, the basic components, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Um, can you tell us how you got started in your career? What was your first job? And then after that, um, what's your current role? What are you doing today? Okay, I started work, working in HR uh, as an administrator. I was working in payroll. That's what my first formal role was. And now I'm a DHR functional consultant, an implementation consultant too, for for vision. Great. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Well, uh, we haven't had an HR consultant on here before. Were you using Dynamics 365 talent before or is it now it's called HR or did you come from a finance and operations background in terms of the power platform? I was uh, always in the talent team and then I changed with, uh, with the change of HR. Okay. What do you think of, the, I mean, so many name changes to, to look after. What do you think of the name change from talent to HR? How has that impacted you? Uh, it was a big change because... Our clients were used to the talent formal, and then we had to change to the HR, and the solution changed too. So, but I think that is a great new experience for clients. So, I'm very happy for the change. Yeah, I think particularly in the case of talent to HR, it signifies the application is broader than it was before, whereas 
I think my perception of it, at least, it was focused on that recruitment and onboarding experience, whereas today it now encompasses all of HR management, including you know payroll and, and other and leaving as well. So yeah, it's a much broader, bigger application today. Yes. Um, I'd love to find out about a successful Dynamics 365 HR or or talent application that you've implemented for one of your clients. Are you able to share one of those with us today? Yes, of course. Um, just for a, a quick introduction, I'm working in Latin America, South America. So the, the, the clients that I work for are located in here. And the this uh, little note is for you to, to understand better how the the situation is in here because the companies are not so mature enough like in other parts of the world so maybe this is a bit uh, successful for us and it's different than it's successful for you in there i went through i always work with hr people uh my my role is to go to clients and understand what their the problems are and how to help them to improve the processes they are always one department that no one's want, no one wants to invest. So yeah, <laughs> really, uh, it's a, it's not an investment. It's a it's a cost for for most of the the finance people. So that's very that's a very challenging position to be. So I I work uh, all the time. I work with HR people. So. Uh, my, I think the most successful implementation that we create was a complement between a power app and um, Dynamics 365 for talent back in that time. We created a solution that was uh, able to collect the information about the profiles that uh, they were looking for the new openings and after the process ran in the power apps it was able to talk with talent and impact in the uh, dynamic solution to create a full experience from the request, the HR request, to the dynamic solution. So that was a very nice project I've been involved. It's in a client in here called Centria. It was very nice it, and it was very helpful because they, one of the main uh, things that you will find in HR and in other uh, support departments is that everything is paper everything a very uh tiny change it's big for, it's very big for the department so that was very nice so i, I did an hr deployment of dynamics 365 just using the customer service module this is or oh, 2007 or 8 um for the bbc in london the british broadcasting corporation so they have tens of the thousands of, of staff an outsourced hr team and we're just using case management to manage all of the requests for position changes and maternity leave and new joiners it's great that there's now a better more focused set of applications for hr professionals to work with what why do you think hr professionals you said they they don't normally receive a lot of love from from it perhaps because they're perceived as a cost center by the finance team. Do you think that's changing? Uh, I think that depends on, on who making this opinion because we are always a part of the problem because we, are, we don't act uh, fast. We are very slow in the processes. I'm talking as an HR people in the inner side. I worked there before. So we are very low. We don't give the others visibility of what we're doing. So they hate us really so yeah <laughs> they they don't know what you're doing the people doesn't know what we're doing and the culture is something that is not measurable uh the processes are all paper first and so so we are like stuck in the past while the company's still running so that's 
that's the vision that the company has for us. I think that luckily in this situation that we are right now uh, with this COVID and all that, the role of HR, it's becoming more centered. Like we need to take care of people. We need to take care of culture. We need, we still need to be worried about our uh, collaborators. So we are having this uh, protagonism that we're working. Uh, I, I'm not sure we're going to be loved from, from now a bit. We're working that. Yeah, I think it's it's a real challenging time for HR because like you said, culture is is top of mind for a lot of organizations right now. We're trying to figure out new ways of working together, how to collaborate remotely, working from home, how to onboard people that you maybe haven't interviewed in person before. It's a big change and HR is right at the front of it. So yeah, exciting times. Yes, very challenging. So thinking about your project at Centria, what was their objective of implementing Dynamics 365 for talent and the power app that you built for them? What was the business goal they were trying to achieve? They were trying to improve time and improve resources. That are always the like the two breaking points in the implementations in HR. They want the people that works in there uh, to be able to focus more on strategy and not in the process, like the day-to-day process. So that was one of the main points. And also to lower the costs because if you have one person like uh, collecting the information manually it's not the same cost that if you have a power app built that it could work by alone so that was like kind of the purpose more focusing on the process it was to improve the process and to help the people to become more people and less robot <laughs> yeah okay and were you replacing an existing system or was it a bunch of spreadsheets and paper forms it was a mix. They have a lot of Excel spreadsheets, a lot, a lot in uh, local uh, computers, like nothing shared. And also they have some part of the process built in SAP. So we have to, to work with SAP too in one part of the Power App. We have to communicate with SAP. So it was a mix. They, they weren't 100% digital, but it was a mix, yeah. What kind of company is Centria? Is it a large organization with a lot of HR team members or was it a pretty small company? It's a very, it's a big uh, company in here. Uh, in Peru, where I'm located right now, the companies tend to be groups of companies. So this right. this company I was working for, the this project, is for a company that provides services to another 16 companies. So they were trying to implement this internally and after that go through the other companies to to create a, a much bigger project to to multiply the project, yeah. And tell me about how the project went. Was there a big team of you working on the project or were you working mostly on your own? Um, I worked as a project manager, more on the functional side, and I have an, another, com- another co-worker working in the technical side. We were Catherine and I, and also there was another guy working for us. We were three people working in the project. It wasn't so complicated. Power Apps simple. And dynamics was simple too, but uh, on the other side, we have a, a team that it was like five or six people. This is from the client's side, there, there was five or six stakeholders in their side? Yes. Good, it's a nice small team. And, and was it a long project or was it a quite a short project in a few weeks? It started as a, as a short project, but it ended up uh, going farther than we thought it would be. The, the client wanted some changes, they want uh, to apply RPAs to some part of the of the of the process and we went 
so far with that. We went very, very far with that. And that's the reason that we went uh, for more weeks than we thought we would be. And what kind of outcomes did they get at the end of it? Did they achieve the goals that you'd set out to improve their efficiency and reduce the time taken? Yes, luckily, yes. They improved the, they improved the objectives that they, they were uh, looking for. They, they accomplished that goals. We accomplished that goals. Uh, Good. Yeah. But we had the bad news that talent was deprecated. So that was uh, like a step back. But a lesson learned too, because now they are able to use other parts of the solution that they weren't able with the past solution. So, yeah. So Dynamics 365 for talent was deprecated partway through the project? Uh, the end of the project, yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, okay. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a migration path from talent to the new HR? In this case, we didn't use it. We, we, we didn't use it because... They are still using the solution despite this deprecated because the the, the clients have bought before the these two modules are, are able to continue using to uh, till February twenty twenty two, so they still using the solution, but they weren't happy of course with the with the situation, but they still using they are not going to migrate to any place, so there we are right now. I uh, I didn't I didn't realize that talent customers had such a long time to continue to use the application before it gets turned off. That's not so bad. It's, you know, yes. they're probably going to get at least two years of use out of it. Mm. It could have been worse, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting strategy that Microsoft has with its products. You know, they, they get previewed, then they change the name a few times, then they're made generally available and you've got to hope they're not deprecated <laughs> for too long. Yes. That's uh, some exciting times. You know what? That's something that is very nice. It, despite it's a challenge because you are always thinking about what's going to change and you don't know where it's going to go. You are very flexible. You are, uh, you start to think that maybe this will change. So you start to, to gain more flexibility in your thoughts. So that's that's a lesson learned from my side. Yeah, that's one of the things I try and do when I'm building a feature is thinking, um, how can I make this easy to replace? Because I don't know what's going to change in my client's business or what's going to come along and another part of some other application that they're using they might want to use instead of this rather than building everything with tight tight integration that makes it hard to decouple certain applications or certain features so yeah it's yeah you have to take a much more adaptive mindset yes. to it was there a lot of data migration that you had to do as part of this project were you migrating records from an old system or anything no uh, luckily no it wasn't it was a very simple implement simple implementation because they were using mainly the attract and the onboard part of the solution and they don't need much it's customization so it wasn't so uh hard in that part the the power app was the most challenging part because this communication with this app integration was one of the most uh complicated parts we depended on we were depending on someone else too so but it wasn't hard about uh that migration no it wasn't was there a, a connector for SAP that you're using or did you have to do some custom integration for that? Uh, we use we use a custom integration, yeah. I think uh, Microsoft's working on more connectors for Power Automate to be able to extract data from SAP, but SAP is a complicated platform. There can be uh, a lot of different versions and things to go with that. So customs are not, <laughs> not uh, unusual either. Yeah. What were the factors you think that led to the successful outcomes that this project had? What do you think were the, were the critical 
the way that you approached the project or the way that the stakeholders engaged or the way that the users were trained or adopted? What do you think led to your success? I don't want to be a show-off, but one thing that I, I've learned this, in this role that I'm taking, that, that I've been working for two years now, is that HR people get very comfortable with you if you are part, if you know what you're talking about. So that was, for me, was a, a, a very successful point of the implementation because I knew the pain points, I knew what they were going through, I knew that the paperwork, I knew everything about that. Also, I think that the team that we built between the two companies was very strong and we were very open to communicate and to exchange our opinions uh, without any restriction. So the, the fluent communication was a very important point for us too. The last point is that the stakeholder that, uh, that it was from the other side, that, that the, the general manager for HR, is what it, she was very confident about the success of the product and of the implementation. So that was also very important for us to, to become this project uh, uh, meaningful and helpful. So your industry background in HR give you that empathy for the users, what they were doing. Sounds like you had a really good relationship as well, a very open, transparent relationship as a client and partner. And, and then you said the executive stakeholder and the client side, she sounded like she was quite a, a, a strong person and a, and a good leader to work with. Yes. It's, it's great to hear that there those open relationships exist between Microsoft clients and their partners. That's not always the case. What are the key success factors in that relationship, do you think? What are the hallmarks of a great client relationship that you have as a Microsoft partner with your clients that others can learn from? Well, in this case, something that is funny is that the person that was leading the project from the other side, it was um, a past co-worker for the company I worked for. So we were very... Ah, okay. <laughs> we were very close. That and helps. It was nice because she knew how we worked. And the relationship we had with Microsoft in South America. So she was feeling very confident about what we were able to achieve. That was that was very, very important, I think, just as a note too. Yeah, I've worked with some clients that are former consultants and they can be hard to work for. They they know about all the challenges of, of staffing your team, filling in timesheets, maximizing your utilization, and they just don't care. They want the best people on the project all the time. Yeah, they can, they can well, be tough clients yes, to work for. But, but also, in the same line, as she know we were, how we worked, she knew how far to push. So we had the double side, yeah. Was there a lot of reporting in this HR application that you're building, do you have to do a lot of analysis and, and business intelligence on the other side? Uh, not, no, not because, um, as you know, Dynamics already have some kind of uh, reporting. And as we were in a first part, like, like an MVP or a first phase of the project, we were only uh, working with what the, just the Power App and Dynamics. So it wasn't part of the, the project of the scope. How important is it to get trained both as a consultant in the tools that you're implementing for your client, but also for your client? What kind of training did they get as part of this project as well? Of course, we have uh, we have meetings weekly and we work together because uh, we need to understand the process to uh, to put that in, in, in solution in the, in the functionalities. But also we have, we will like to work, well, in the company I worked for before, we always have a, an ending training, like for, it depends on the, on the 
quality and quantity of on the difficulty of the project but we always have some sessions uh, about uh, at, like, like an adoption of the solution we forth to from four to eight hours eight hours to uh, rehearse the entire process and also the documentation that's always needed yeah do you think this is a, an application that the client is then able to adopt and embrace themselves or do they need a Microsoft partner to do continual maintenance and updates um, over the next couple of years? I think, uh, honestly, that they can do it by themselves. If they put a, a bit of heart in that, in there, they will be able to develop and improve the solution, yeah. Okay, well, Anna, it's been great having you on. I really enjoyed hearing about an HR project. It's not a topic we get to cover enough on the show, so I really appreciate you joining us in Peru and sharing your experience with us. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for your time and for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I really enjoyed hearing Anna's story. I've got lots to learn about how to build amazing applications for HR teams, so I'm grateful to Anna for joining me on the show. Thanks, Anna. English isn't Anna's first language, and she was a little nervous about appearing on the podcast, but she did a terrific job. Please give Anna a mention or a thumbs up when you see this episode on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to join me as a guest on the Amazing Apps show to tell the story about your amazing application, I'd love to hear from you. Visit customary.com guest to find out how. I've released a couple of new videos on behavior-driven development and another on relative estimation. You can check those out at youtube.com slash customary. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Amazing App Show. Until then, keep sprinting. Bye for now.